Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now, Thursday, March 23rd. Ian Cameron flying solo today. Alex, a little under the weather, back with us likely tomorrow. But we're here and we're ready to break down this Thursday uh, NHL slate. A massive one with 12 games on tap on this uh, Thursday night. Uh, before we get to that, just a quick, quick synopsis on what we saw last night. Let's give the Penguins credit. I mean, 5-2 win in Colorado, and they earned every bit of that win outplayed the Avs, uh, looked like the team that wanted it more, that needed the two points a lot more, uh, a great performance, and their depth forward stepped up. It was a really good night for the bottom six forwards. Sidney Crosby got the uh, the, the game going for Pittsburgh with the first goal, but it was just a great collective effort. It was probably as good a team effort defensively as I've seen in a long time from the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. It was probably the best uh, performance in net from Tristan Jari since his return from injury. So nothing at all to complain about if you're the Pittsburgh Penguins you're very satisfied uh, obviously with the result last night and the way you played uh, as a team so uh, very very uh, impressive win 5-2 much needed they're back now in a wild card spot as they leapfrog Florida for the second wild card spot in the east by one point but again lots of games left they need to keep uh, winning hockey games down the stretch and they are in a bit of a tough spot tonight we'll see how they fare in it a back-to-back on the road now they're in Dallas against the Stars tonight see if Pittsburgh can find a way uh, tonight to a, string a couple of wins together. And then in the uh, second game last night, it was Arizona and Edmonton and the uh, Coyotes ended up being the pain in the neck for the Oilers that I thought they could be. And it paid off handsomely for us. Uh, the draw, we mentioned it on the show yesterday. Even if you just put a couple of bucks in uh, on it, I thought, wow, it was worth a look at plus 525. And sure enough, we get there. It hits. Boom. Another draw winner. Uh, with the uh, Coyotes and the Oilers at plus 525. Uh, we also cashed the show best bet yesterday, Barrett Hayton, uh, to get a point as his point streak extends to nine. He uh, assisted on the uh, Clayton Keller goal, the third goal for the uh, Arizona Coyotes last night uh, in that game. So that was a very good game for me from a, a betting standpoint. Uh, incredible uh, you know, performance from the top two, the dynamic duo, really, of the Oilers, Dreisaitl and McDavid. They were both absolutely sensational. A couple of incredible passes. I mean, we talk about how Dreisaitl is uh, a really good player to, because of the way he is tough to get off the puck, the, uh, you know, the way he can obviously finish and score. But his passing, I think, is still his great greatest attribute or one of his greatest attributes. He's got a hell of a one-time bomb as well. But his passing, I mean, doesn't get talked about enough. What a couple of passes he made to set up McDavid, especially in overtime for those two chances he had. And then, of course, he ended up having the uh, game winner. He got stopped on a breakaway. He had another chance a second later and didn't make a, mis- didn't make a mistake the second time. And the uh, Oilers survive. Uh, it's two in a row against subpar competition at home. The Oilers Maybe not the greatest performances, but they get two points and good teams find a way to win uh, when they don't play their best. And the Oilers were able to last night in that 4-3 win against the Arizona Coyotes. All right. It was a short slate last night. Uh, Let's get into tonight. We've got a huge slate, 12 games. We'll start in Philly. 
uh, Minnesota Wild, Philadelphia Flyers. We've got Minnesota minus 145 road favorites, five and a half being the total in this one. Uh, note the start time, just in case you missed getting your bets in, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time here. So a little earlier start time in Philadelphia uh, for this game tonight. Uh, we've got the uh, certainly the Minnesota Wild, uh, three wins in their last four games, seven and three in their last 10. It's been a very impressive run for Minnesota when you consider the fact that Kirill Kaprizov has been missing for all these games and they've still found ways to win. They've gotten enough offense. And actually, it's not just that they've gotten enough offense. They've gotten you know a lot more offense than I think you would have expected from the Minnesota Wild without their best offensive player. Uh, they have been able to score goals. That maybe not so much last game against New Jersey, but again, they find another way to win. They don't score the goals they did maybe against Washington and St. Louis and some of the other games they've played recently, but they still found a way to win. They got a great goaltending performance, great performance defensively out of the uh, Minnesota Wild, and they beat the uh, New Jersey Devils 2-1 to one in overtime on Tuesday night. Uh, Philadelphia uh, playing spoiler at least the other night they were able to against the uh, Florida Panthers, beating them 6-3. to three. Uh, in that game, if you look at this Flyers team now, they went through a really tough stretch there. But last three games, they beat a Buffalo team that's needing points right now. Uh, they take the Carolina Hurricanes to overtime. And in fact, they were leading in the final seconds before a, just a buzzer beater for Carolina to tie the game late in the third. Uh, they could have won that game. And then, of course, they beat Florida. So three straight games, it's been better hockey from this Flyers team. Don't sell them short. And uh, Minnesota here on the uh, back uh, to back. Uh, you know, on the road, well, not back to back on the road in terms of days, but it's not another road game on this uh, road trip that continues for them uh, here in Philly tonight. I think this is probably one of those games that's actually Minnesota, I think, wins, but I think it's pretty competitive, pretty close. Mark Andre Fleury confirmed in net, by the way, for the uh, Wild tonight. Uh, it should be Carter Hart for the uh, Flyers, although that hasn't been confirmed uh, as of yet. I like the draw here uh, in this game. I think that we've got a real chance. This reminds me of that Philadelphia-Carolina game where the Flyers battle a pretty good hockey team. Still might be able to uh, take them uh, into overtime. Uh, and uh, Minnesota, we saw their last road game, obviously, against New Jersey uh, go to overtime. And I was a winner with the draw in that game as well. So I do like the draw a little bit here. Again, a very good price uh, on it here at plus 332 at Pinnacle. Five and a half, I have to lean over. I will have a small bet on the over just because of this Minnesota run. Six of their last seven have gone over. Philly's on a four straight games to the over stretch as well heading into this game tonight. So a little small bet on the over and a little small bet on the draw at plus 332 for me uh, with the Wild and the uh, Flyers. I do want to point out Matt Boldy on a six-game point streak for the Minnesota Wild. He has been absolutely terrific uh, of late. Got his offense going again. Uh, I think that's something you want to keep in mind going into this game. Uh, there are a couple flyers that are feeling it right now. Joel Farabee in particular. You know, if someone's going to score for Philly tonight, it's probably him. He's on a three-game goal-scoring streak for the Flyers and also a three-game point-scoring streak. He's plus uh, 200 or so, to, or no, more than that. He's actually plus 410 at uh, FanDuel to score a goal tonight, plus 132 at FanDuel just to get a point. And this is a guy that's now gotten a goal and a point in three straight games for the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. So really, really strong pricing there uh, on uh, Joel Farabee. Uh, and he has definitely been someone that's been able to make an impact in recent games for the uh, Flyers offensively. Ryan Hartman over shots on goal to get a point. We've talked about that prop uh, over and over again. Uh, Marcus Johansson was someone I mentioned the last show. 
Um, like before the New Jersey game, he was on a goal and point streak, got snapped against New Jersey, but I could see him maybe getting back on the score sheet here tonight as well for the, uh, Phil- uh, for the Minnesota Wild. Like I said, Joel Farabee for the Flyers. And the thing with Farabee is he's on the top line with Noah Cates and Owen Tippett right now. Tyson Forster, by the way, uh, for the uh, Philadelphia Flyers, he's on a three-game point streak. Five points in the last three games. He scored against Carolina uh, a couple of games ago. Find If you can find point props on him, I think that's not a bad option here as well tonight. His point prop is, uh, I'm, I'm actually just clicking on it right now, pretty good price uh, you can get here with that. Plus 138 at FanDuel for him to get a point. Talk about someone that's got five points in the last three games and a three-game point streak uh, going into this one tonight. So, again, not a bet. From, you would not think Philadelphia Flyers props are ringing the uh, bells for me uh, in this game, uh, considering we're talking about a team that's obviously one of the bottom feeders. But there are some options here, Farabee and Forster in particular for uh, the Flyers. And like I said, I'd go to Matt Boldy. I'd go to Ryan Hartman uh, for the Minnesota Wild. I think they're definitely worth a look as far as um, props tonight in this game are concerned. Uh, so definitely a, a d- decent prop game, believe it or not. And like I say, hopefully – uh, these cash, and I do think we could see this game, like I say, go over five and a half. So maybe a few more goals than people anticipate here in this game. All right, next up, we've got Toronto and Florida. Very good Eastern Conference matchup here. Uh, it's Florida minus 140, home favorites seven uh, being the uh, total in this game. I'm not even all that surprised uh, that the total is seven uh, between the uh, Leafs and the Panthers. We expected it. Uh, a very high total between uh, these two teams. I do like the over, but as I've often said, when we're dealing with a total that's at seven before the game starts, we're going to look at a live over instead at six and a half. We're going to take our chance that maybe we can get through three, four, five minutes of scoreless hockey to begin the game. And if that happens, it's automatic that the total is going to drop to six. The live total is going to drop to six and a half. The Leafs have suddenly gone over the total in three straight games. Uh, against Carolina, Ottawa, and the Islanders. Of course, it was a defensive nightmare for them against the New York Islanders. Just one of those burn-the-tape games if you're Sheldon Keith, because a lot of the uh, goals for the Islanders were self-inflicted wounds, just bad turnovers defensively. It was not one of the better nights uh, defensively from uh, Lilligren either uh, for the uh, ter- for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs in that game. The whole blue line really struggled. There were just some key turnovers, the kind that you don't normally see the Leafs make. Uh, and uh, they'll definitely be looking to bounce back and play better. I think they will, but Florida obviously is going to be looking to play well as well. They're off a, a bounce back too because they lost to Philadelphia 6-3 in their last game to end that road trip. Now they're back home, and they played really well here at um, FLA Live Arena uh, here at home. Five straight home games they've won, uh, the Florida Panthers. They've been lighting up the scoreboard. Uh, they've been ripping the shots on goal too. Uh, for overall, but especially on home ice. So this could be a good game to jump on some Panthers props for shots on goal because it doesn't seem to matter who they play on home ice. You look at these shots on goal numbers, the last uh, one, two, three, four, six home games, 42, 34, 43, 48, 42, 41. Keep in mind, one of those games was Vegas, who are a pretty good defensive team, who are usually pretty solid at not giving up a ton of shots on goal. So there's no question that the uh, Florida Panthers uh, seem to have more aggressiveness, uh, more assertiveness offensively on their home ice. So uh, that might be a good target, just a variety of uh, Panthers, uh, shots on goal props in this game. Uh, I like the over live. I don't have anything on the side here in this one because I think both teams, after disappointing losses in their last game, are going to play better tonight. Um, 
Florida's been good at home. Florida def- definitely needs the two points a little bit more than Toronto does. So I guess I'd lean Panthers, but I'm not keen on laying a buck 40 with them, especially when I think Toronto's going to want to play a lot better tonight as well. I'm going to look for an over six and a half live and a couple props. I'm going, going back, back to Cali, Cali. I'm going to try Cali, Cali Yarn Croak again. You know, the whole team was miserable against the uh, New York Islanders. I think you say stick with Cali Yarn Croak as long as he's going to remain with Matthews and Marner. He's a good uh, player prop target, in my opinion, for Toronto. You know, on the Florida side, Matthew Kachuk is just going crazy right now for them. I think you just bet over one and a half points every game with Matthew Kachuk because what he's doing right now is very impressive. He's had multi-point games for the Florida Panthers in three of their last five, four of their last six, uh, and he's gotten a goal now in five straight games. So Matt Kachuk goal, Matt Kachuk over one and a half points. I could see it. Uh, Alex Barkov, uh, we've talked about this. Kevin Beach, our Saturday contributor, mentioned it. He's shooting the puck just a ton right now. So uh, Alex Barkov, uh, to go over his shots on goal, that's a prop that makes a ton of sense to me uh, as well tonight. Uh, our guy, the Listerine man, E2, Coolmint Listerinen, uh, I definitely think he's got a chance to get on the score sheet. He's usually pretty reliable. He's still underpriced at plus 105 to get a point. So uh, some good prop options there in all of those different aspects. Sam Bennett, by the way, got injured last game. I should point that out for the Florida Panthers, and uh, he is uh, not going to play tonight for uh, them. That is a, that is a blow because he's been a, a nice catalyst for them, but certainly when you look at this team, they've still got enough offensive weapons, and they've still shown the ability uh, to put the puck in the net of late, even uh, on home ice. So I still think it's a potential for uh, Florida to still, you know, find the way to get their offense going, score some goals tonight, uh, even without, um, you know, uh, Sam Bennett uh, in the lineup tonight. So uh, over live and those props I mentioned is what I'll be uh, going with in that game. Move on, moving on now to uh, another uh, rematch We where uh, these two teams, they just played a couple nights ago at Madison Square Garden, and now the uh, home and home, the second half of the home and home here in Kakalaki with the Rangers and the Hurricanes. Uh, Canes minus 140, home favorites, five and a half the total in this game. A come-from-behind victory for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes on Tuesday night at Madison Square Garden, uh, and they will certainly be looking to uh, carry that uh, performance forward tonight back home against the uh, Rangers. I do like the Rangers a little bit, though, in this bounce-back spot. Uh, after the loss against the Penguins in overtime, they beat Washington their next game. They played very well here in Carolina uh, of late. Let's keep that in mind. They played in February, these same two teams here in Raleigh, and it was a 6-2 to two win for the uh, New York Rangers uh, in that game. So just your, your simple two very good hockey teams, but the, the good team off a loss in revenge at a plus price is appealing enough for me to bet the Rangers. So Rangers for me at plus 120 uh, in this game. Uh, and uh, bounce back for them. And I don't trust Anderson. Anderson is confirmed in net. I know that they won with him the other night, but he's actually a second look for the New York Rangers against him. I don't like the way his, his performance has kind of trended down a little bit here uh, the last uh, few games uh, of late. So I like the Rangers here, plus 120 uh, in this game. I'm going to take over five and a half as well now that it's dropped to this number. Five and a half at DraftKings. Couple books now. I've seen this total drop down from six to five and a half. So going to roll with that here as well in this game. A couple of props of note that uh, pique my interest here. Uh, we've got um, Vincent Trocheck continues to be uh, very very reliable for this team in terms of uh, point production. 
you know, and certainly he's not priced like it compared to some other players on this New York Rangers team. So uh, definitely uh, you look at um, uh, Vincent Trocek props makes sense to me, you know, on the shots on goal side of things, Ajo has been trending uh, toward his over shots on goal of late for the uh, Hurricanes. Marty Natchez, same thing. Marty Natchez to get a point is usually a pretty good bet. Uh, we talked about Brady Shea. That's uh, a good point with uh, Poe Buddy's Nerfick, the former, uh, the former uh, New York Ranger, now with the Carolina Hurricanes. I took a flyer with him to score a goal. I might do that tonight as well he, he, because he had a three-game goal streak. He didn't score the other night, but he had a, he had a really good chance uh, in that last game against the Rangers, and uh, Shesterkin was uh, uh, up to the task uh, for the uh, Rangers against him when he had that opportunity. So, you know, I think if you look at it, he had those opportunities. He had those scoring chances. So I, I don't mind coming back to the well, uh, Brady Shaywell for the Carolina Hurricanes tonight, uh, playing uh, his former team. Uh, if you look at the uh, line combinations tonight, the uh, Carolina Hurricanes, it actually does look like Jordan Martinuke for the uh, Canes maybe moving up the lineup a little bit. So that could open up some prop value for him. Uh, he has not been uh, much of an offensive uh, producer lately. Uh, seven consecutive games without a point, but again, moving on up to the second line, those can be the kind of things you look at. So uh, definitely maybe some value in the props there for Martin Nuke tonight as he goes up to the second line for the uh, Hurricanes tonight. All right, Chicago and Washington. We've got uh, Washington minus 310 home favorites, uh, six the total in this game. Uh, how about Anton Hudobin starting a net here tonight for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks? We have not seen him in a while. Uh, and that's putting it uh, mildly. But uh, Anton Udobin is back, uh, and he is the uh, starting goaltender tonight uh, in this game uh, for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, fascinating development. It's been a weird kind of crazy season for him, too, because, you know, he's spent pretty much the entire year uh, in the uh, minor leagues in the AHL uh, for this uh, Chicago Blackhawks team. Uh, but now he's getting this opportunity this will be his first start for the Blackhawks. Remember, he was dealt from Dallas, you know, at the trade deadline three weeks ago. Uh, Hudobin, uh, 3.64 goals against average, 879 save percentage uh, in the AHL. Uh, you know, and uh, it's not been good uh, for him down there, uh, and that's putting it mildly. So I don't know what to expect. We're talking about a 36-year-old goalie, a lot of tread on the tires, uh, so to speak. Uh, so uh, I, I don't prognosticate him for success tonight. That's putting it mildly here with uh, Anton Hudobin. Uh, and the one thing Washington's doing is they are scoring. We saw that against Columbus. The problem for Washington is they're not keeping the puck out of their own net at all uh, right now. Uh, the Washington team defensively has not been good. What is good for them, though, tonight is the fact that they are going to have uh, finally back in the lineup John Carlson. Uh, it looks like he's going to make his return tonight for the uh, Washington Capitals. And not a moment too soon because this defense has been depleted and banged up for a while. But John Carlson's back. And what a road to recovery for him. It's been imp impressive because the injury he suffered a few months ago was really, really worrisome. It was not fun to look at. You're talking about this guy with a fractured skull. You know, that's a very, very serious, dangerous injury. And the fact that he's been able to rehab and get back on the ice and in the lineup in a three-month span is pretty damn impressive. Uh, so you got to give John Carlson a lot of credit for that. And certainly they're going to take all the help they can get Washington to try to shore things up on a blue line that's definitely been struggling here uh, the last few games. I'm going to do a split here uh, because I do think I, I do think Washington's probably going to do the majority of the scoring in this game. 
So we'll go with over three and a half team total on the Capitals. Minus 155. I can't say the price is great, but I'll lay the juice here on that Capitals team total over three and a half. I'll split that with the full game over six. Uh, minus 120 uh, in this game. That's how I will approach it. Uh, and I want to split it up rather than just go full game over because even with Washington's defensive issues lately where they've been giving up goals, uh, they do get John Carlson back, will help the blue line, uh, and that blue line is starting to get a little bit healthier uh, going into this game tonight. And Darcy Kemper's back uh, from his uh, recent absence, uh, and he'll be back after missing the last two games due to injury. However, he's not played great. He's given up four goals in each of his last two starts. Uh, here uh, for the uh, Washington Capitals. So, but at the same time, Chicago scored uh, what two goals and the four goals in the last three games for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. So their offense has really been dormant, and and that's why I'm splitting it up with the Capitals team total because I could see four one Washington where they get to four and Chicago doesn't do anything, or maybe Chicago can because we are talking about a Washington team that's given up goals. And also Kemper struggling a little bit lately, or I could see, you know, a 5-2 final. It does go over. So I could see either uh, either scenario happening uh, in this game. So that's why I'm going to do the split here with the uh, Capitals team total and the full game over uh, in this game. And as far as the props go uh, with the Chicago-Washington, probably more heavy on the uh, shots on goal and the... Uh, I like Dylan, everything Dylan Strom tonight I like. He's gone over shots on goal. It's his four, uh, four straight games. It's his former team, uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, I think to score a goal is worth a look. To get it a point, obviously, we've talked about the Dylan Strom point props repeatedly whenever the Capitals are playing, and, and for good reason. Uh, he continues to produce. Only minus 130, by the way, for Strom to get a point, plus 320 to get a goal. Uh, over shots on goal, over one and a half, minus 150. Everything Dylan Strom I like for props tonight. Uh, TJ Oshie, we've talked about. He's played well and produced lately. He's minus 130 to get a point. And Rasmus Sandin for Washington, who continues to be a big piece. Now, I'm fascinated to see now with Carlson back, does that demote, you know, his presence on the blue line a little bit? Because, you know, he was the number one uh, power play defenseman uh, with Carlson out. And now with Carlson back, he probably, his usage probably goes down. Uh, he falls back into the uh, second uh, defensive pair for Washington with Nick Jensen, but he is still going to be on the second power play for them tonight. Uh, so, I, maybe not as strong on Rasmus Sandin point props as previously, but definitely uh, with the way he's been up chipping in offense from the back end for Washington at uh, minus 102 at FanDuel, I still think Sandin point prop is a good option to go with here tonight in this matchup between the uh, Blackhawks uh, and the uh, Capitals. Uh, all right, next up, we've got uh, Montreal and Boston. Uh, it is uh, an original six rivalry here between these two teams. Uh, Boston currently. Uh, a minus uh, three, um, yeah, sorry, minus four fifty, a uh, home favorite in this game, and the total six and a half across the board. Um, this is one where, again, with Montreal, it's over or nothing with their games at the moment. Uh, they are definitely a team that we've talked about is struggling defensively, going to give up goals. They have been giving up goals uh, repeatedly, and uh, I'm looking to bet their games over, but. You know, do you want to do that tonight is the question because, you know, Boston's not exactly the kind of team we always think of as a dead nuts over team. They can defend. They've got, you know, the, the front runner by far by a landslide to be the Vesna Trophy winner in Linus Allmark. Uh, so it's going to be one of those situations where, you know, if Boston's focused, they win this game. If Boston, you know, is kind of 
going through the motions. They did have an element of that against Ottawa the other night. That was not Boston's best. They were coming off the road trip. Ottawa's desperate for points, but good teams find a way to win. Boston did that 2-1 to one, uh, against Montreal, uh, or sorry, against Ottawa in that game. And now they'll look to uh, take care of business again here against uh, Montreal. Uh, again, the over 6.5 does appeal to me a little bit, and it is actually Jeremy Swayman. Uh, in net for the uh, Bruins tonight. So I do want to make sure everyone is aware of that is uh, Jeremy Swayman will get the uh, start. But again, Jeremy Swayman has been better lately. There's not that huge, huge drop off in my mind going to him. He's got a 2.2 goals against 920 save percentage. Those numbers are fine. Jake Allen is in net for uh, Montreal tonight. And I think right now that would be, that would be good for the over because uh, with Jake Allen, the last few starts that he's had now, Granted, Montembeau, you know, has gotten a few starts lately, but uh, Allen has had given up six goals in each of his last two starts. He got crushed by Florida, six goals on 18 shots, six goals on 15 shots against uh, Colorado. Uh, and uh, he's, his play has definitely dropped off. Uh, coming into this game tonight, Jake Allen has allowed three goals or more in five of his last six starts. So it's not been great uh, for uh, Allen of late. We'll see if maybe this little time away from getting the net uh, helps him out. But I'm going to take a shot with the over here. Again, this is not always a team Boston that you can rely on to go over the total because if they have a lead and you project they will in this game, they can be so good at just shutting it down, you know, protecting a 3-1 lead or a 4-1 lead, which isn't good for overs, but they also could explode for 6 or 7. This could be Buffalo all over again. Remember Boston? Uh, beat Buffalo 7-0, and actually against Buffalo at home early in the month, they also put 7 on the board against Buffalo and, and won that game 7-1. to one. That could be this game tonight. I mean, if Boston is locked in, they're, you know, they're crisp with the puck, they're sharp with their execution, you know, the, the playmaking is there, they could definitely put a big number on the board against this Montreal team that has been giving up big numbers to their opposition of late. So I am going to take a shot with over six and a half here, Habs and Bruins. As far as the uh, props go for uh, this matchup with uh, Montreal and Boston, there are a few that stand out. Uh, Pasternak, by the way, his shots on goal isn't a bargain at four and a half, but he's gone over it in four straight games. Seems to be getting five, six shots on goal routinely. So I like that look still, even at four and a half for Pasta. Uh, to go over four and a half shots here for the uh, Boston Bruins. Uh, Jake DeBrusque on a three-game point streak. Patrice Bergeron on a three-game point streak. Brad Marchand on a three-game point streak. Hampus Lindholm on a three-game point streak. Jake DeBrusque on a three-game goal streak. So you could put probably props in on any of those players I just mentioned. But Jake DeBrusque in particular, his point prop is minus 150 to score a goal. Uh, again, three-game goal streak for him. Uh, I like the uh, sounds of that as well, plus 165. Uh, for him to uh, find the uh, scoreboard sheet here to, or to find the uh, back of the net at plus 165. Lindholm is only minus 125 uh, to get a point in this game. Uh, pretty solid value considering the point streak that he's on. Uh, you know, Zaka is always worth a look, as I've talked about over and over, minus 108 to get a point. So some decent options here. On the Montreal side of things, if you look at it, Jonathan Drouin, believe it or not, is someone you might want to look at. Uh, plus 690 to score a goal. He's on a, a bit of a point streak right now uh, for the Montreal Canadiens. His point prop the other night against Tampa, and he scored in that game, He got and he got a point. His point prop was plus 160 uh, in that hockey game. And, uh, you know, we've, he's obviously gone through struggles. He's obviously not lived up to the billing of his 
a draft status as a top end first round pick. He's had mental, you know, struggles off the ice. We get all of that, but let's give him credit right now. Four straight games with a point entering this game tonight for Jonathan Drouin of the uh, Montreal Canadiens. So uh, if you believe in riding the point streak, uh, I definitely think you could do that here tonight with uh, Jonathan Drouin uh, in this game, feeling it at the moment for the uh, Montreal Canadiens. Uh, and what else? I'm just looking to see in terms of uh, props here. Gurionov, he's gone over his shot prop in the eight of the last 10 games, uh, and he's always been a threat to score as well uh, for Montreal. Kirby Doc just came back and he scored, so I'm never going to you know, say don't bet his props because he's always ready to make an impact and he's top line and top power play units. So he's going to get the opportunities. Now I'm looking at Gurionov. He's gotten four points, four goals in the last six games for Montreal. And he has collected at least one point for the Habs in six of the last seven games. So like we say, Dennis Gurionov has actually been a nice fit for this team so far uh, after acquiring him at the deadline for the uh, Nashville or from the uh, Dallas stars. So, Definitely uh, interesting to see. Yeah, Lindholm now taking over Orlov's spot on power play one is very interesting. Uh, and like I say, Lindholm is only minus 125 to get a, a point for Boston tonight. So I think that value is pretty damn good. All right, next up, Tampa Bay, Ottawa. We've got the uh, Lightning minus one. Uh, they were minus 140. I'm seeing it drop to minus 130 now uh, in this game uh, as road favorites. Total six and a half across the board. I like the over for sure here. Uh, I think you're going to see goals both ways. I think, look, with Ottawa, it played a couple of games in a row to the under. Uh, no question. But uh, I think tonight's one of those games they could get back to a bit of a track meet up and down the ice. Mad Sogard is likely going to be a net for the Ottawa Senators. He's not a goalie I have a, a boatload of confidence in uh, right now, but they have no other options. It's simple as that. They really can't do much. I mean, with uh, Forsberg and Talbot still out, it's either Mad Sogard or – you go back to Dylan Ferguson, but Dylan Ferguson, all of a sudden, after his terrific performance against Ottawa, he's ill and he's been sick the last two days, unable to play. And he's likely out again tonight. So uh, he may not even be around to back up Mad Sogard tonight, which means Kevin Mandelazy might be the uh, backup goaltender tonight for the uh, Ottawa Senators after he was called up to the uh, AHL. But yeah, I think Tampa scores and I think Ottawa can score because I believe there's potential of a Brian Elliott sighting tonight for uh, Tampa Bay. Yes, indeed. Uh, likely in that. Not confirmed, but uh, trending toward Brian Elliott in between the pipes tonight for the uh, Lightning, giving Vasilevsky uh, a bit of a break. Uh, Elliott, uh, 18 saves in the uh, Saturday night game against Montreal, but he still gave up three goals uh, in that game despite not facing a ton of shots. Uh, three uh, goals allowed on 21 shots, 18 saves for him. Keep in mind, he uh, did give up just one goal to Chicago, but Buffalo put five on the board against Brian Elliott, March 4th, February 26th at Pittsburgh. That was the game where uh, the Penguins ended up getting seven goals behind Brian Elliott and the uh, Lightning. So uh, I like the over here, six and a half. Um, I, I think for Ottawa, this is just a much more important game. And the fact that, you know, Elliott's in here and it's not even a back-to-back -back for a Tampa Bay tells you. I think that's a telltale sign. I'm not saying Tampa Bay's throwing the game or mailing it in, but for Tampa, this is just let's get through the game. Let's try to win, but let's get through the game. Let's get one step closer to the playoffs. For Ottawa, this game, like every game they play the rest of the season, means everything because, you know, whatever faint playoff hopes they have, uh, you know, they've got to just keep stringing wins together or else it's not going to happen for them. You know, their margin for error is as thin as can be. Uh, and they are going to have to do everything in their power to win. Not, not, they're not going to win out, but they got to try 
because they're seven points behind Pittsburgh right now uh, for that uh, wild card spot. And again, only 11 games left. I don't think, I think it's too little too late for Ottawa, but you know, they have not looked like a team the last two games that are mathematically out, that believe they're out, I should say. They still believe if they get red hot and they get some of the teams in front of them losing, they could, you know, make a push still for that final spot. Uh, because, look, the effort the last two games was very good. The Pittsburgh game, the Boston game, they actually outplayed Boston in terms of uh, shots and chances generated. So, yeah, definitely I think this, and the draw is definitely in play. I, I might sprinkle on an Ottawa draw combo here. Little on the Ottawa side, little on the draw. Uh, for me in this game, I could see this being a, uh, uh, even with Brian Elliott and net, Ottawa's probably not blowing out Tampa Bay. It's going to be a competitive game. Uh, so I could definitely see that. And the over six and a half for me. And as far as props go uh, for uh, Lightning and Senators, uh, Stamkos on a four-game point streak. But again, you're not getting a bargain there. Brady Kachuk over shots on goal and four straight as well for the uh, Ottawa Senators uh, going into this uh, game tonight. Uh, and does uh, Timmy Stutzla, you know, to chip in offensively makes sense to me. Uh, he has been uh, getting chances upon chances pretty much every game for the uh, Tampa, for the Ottawa Senators. Alex Kalorns picked up his game. Mikhail Sergachev, actually, believe it or not, shooting the puck more. Seven of his last 10 games, he's gotten over his shots on goal prop. Seven of his last 10 games, he's picked up an assist as well for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. But yeah, definitely as far as this game goes, uh, Tim Stutzla, probably still my number one player prop option, you know, to score a goal, to get a point over shots on goal. Uh, it's just been such a uh, common go back to the well uh, type of wager for me as far as player props go with uh, Stutzla uh, of late for the uh, Ottawa Senators uh, in this game. I could also see Brian Elliott over saves. You know, I could see this being maybe a goalie saves prop kind of game for uh, Brian, assuming he's not so terrible he gets pulled which you always do worry about. But uh, definitely, uh, I think uh, Brian Elliott oversaves. He could be facing a lot of rubber tonight because I, I think Ottawa at home will dictate the play a little bit tonight in this game, knowing that this is such they, they need the two points. doesn't matter that they're playing Tampa. They've got to try to find a way to get the two points. They're seven back. They're running out of games, running out of racetrack, uh, if you will. So I think maybe the saves prop might be worth a look here on Brian Elliott tonight as well. All right, great stuff. That's the first half of the Thursday card, uh, hit the like button. If you're watching on YouTube, 180 live viewers right now and shout out to our podcast listeners as well. We'll be back in a moment with the second half of this Thursday slate right after we hear from Gramco. Support for the ice gas is brought to you by Gramco. Whether you or your team's game is on the field screen, racetrack court or the ice Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 THC products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products, including vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, gummies, wake-and-bake coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable, legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you. Gramco is also available at many American retailers as well. You can get the best Delta 8 cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. And if you visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you will get 20% off of every order. And any order that's on the site over $50 will be shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today.
All right, St. Louis and Detroit. We've got the uh, Detroit Red Wings, minus 125 home favorites, six and a half being the uh, total uh, here in this one. Uh, I like the Blues here, uh, plus 105. Uh, I like these, you know, it's two teams not going anywhere, two teams playing for exercise, two teams not making the playoffs. Detroit got them in a shootout the other night in St. Louis. I think St. Louis pays them back tonight, uh, plus 105 uh, in this game. I think there's other things, too, that set up nicely. Joel Hofer's back in net. Uh, he finally suffered a loss against Detroit, but he still played well. Uh, you know, got to a shootout. His numbers are still very good. 1.32 goals against average, 959 save percentage for the young kid, who's been very solid in these first few games with the Blues. Magnus Helberg uh, will get the start for the uh, Red Wings tonight. He hasn't been that bad either, but, uh, you know, 5-8 and eight the record with him in 13 starts this season. And then you've got the element of Jacob Brana. And if anybody paid, uh, read this uh, article and a little new piece that was uh, written on uh, Jacob Brana, uh, as of a late talking about the um, his end of his tenure with the uh, Detroit Red Wings, uh, you know, he was not happy, uh, you know, in terms of uh, the way things ended uh, with uh, Detroit saying, you know, um, you know, he didn't like he didn't like the way they, they, they felt that he was jettisoned out of there too quick uh, and a lot of things that he had issues with regarding the Detroit Red Wings and uh, the way it ended there with them. Uh, and, uh, so, uh, not that he has an ax to grind, but now he's going back to De Detroit for the first time. You know, obviously they played the other night, but that was in St. Louis. Now he's going back to Detroit for the first time, you know, and obviously wasn't thrilled with the way things ended for, uh, Jacob Brana there in Detroit now with the blues. And, uh, so you have two elements that really make the Jacob Brana props massively appealing tonight. Number one is his offensive form currently is very good. We know that he's been scoring goals. He's been getting points for the uh, St. Louis Blues. He didn't get on the score sheet the other night, but that's the exception basically to the rule because every other game lately, he's been uh, chipping in for the Blues. You can get minus 108 to get a point. You can get plus 220 to score a goal. Uh, over two and a half shots on goal, minus 120. Uh, that's worth a look too. This is the Jacob Brana game. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, apparently... Uh, he wasn't thrilled with being, you know, down in the minors for as long as he was. Uh, he felt I'm an NHL player. I've been an NHL player for years. Uh, I shouldn't have been down there as long as I was. And then of course he got traded not long after. So, uh, he, he absolutely has that chip on his shoulder tonight. You talk about someone motivated to make an impact, score a goal, do damage against uh, his former team, especially not liking the way things ended in with his time in Detroit. That would be Jacob Vrana tonight. No question. So, I like the Blues. I like the Jacob Vrana props, though, even more, uh, quite honestly. I think it's a really good setup with that tonight uh, in this game against uh, Detroit. But I do like St. Louis as well, plus 105 with Hofer and Net. And let's keep in mind, Detroit's been terrible on their home ice here, some of these games lately. Uh, you know, their only wins, you know, they beat, uh, you know, they beat St. Louis in St. Louis in a shootout, but they got crushed by both Florida and Colorado, the last two home games that have been very rough uh, for the uh, Detroit Red Wings. So, uh, I am going to look at the Blues here, slight road dogs, uh, and also toward uh, those Jacob Vrana props uh, that I mentioned. Definitely uh, worth a look uh, in this one uh, here tonight. All right, next up, uh, we've got uh, Seattle and Nashville. Uh, it is Seattle minus 135, road favorite, six and a half the total. Actually, six in some spots, six and a half in others. So uh, make sure you shop around as far as the total goes. Actually, more books have six than not. Uh, going into uh, this game tonight. This is a huge game for Nashville because, look, Nashville to me, and we've said this, Alex has, you know, echoed this same sentiment 
we don't think Nashville's getting into the playoffs. We don't. But, you know, they still have that flicker of hope, that flicker of belief. They're five points behind Winnipeg uh, for the second wildcard spot. And the one thing about their five, you'll look at it and you'll see they're five points back of Winnipeg. Seems like a lot of ground to make up. But they do have three games in hand on the Winnipeg Jets. So believe it or not, this can be done for the Nashville Predators. You know, their their chances of making the playoffs are actually a little bit better than you would think. Yeah, they're five points behind Winnipeg, seven points behind Seattle, but they've got one game in hand on Seattle, and more importantly, the second and final wildcard spot in the West being held by Winnipeg. Yeah, the Predators are seven points be, or five points behind them, but they have three games in hand right now uh, on the Winnipeg Jets. So that is definitely significant going into this game. I mean, I think Seattle's the better of these two teams. Um, I, I think they can win this game. And I think the fact they beat Dallas the other night was such a huge, important win for them. They hadn't played their best. They had lost four of their last five games. Uh, they had a great start against Dallas. Uh, they ended up, obviously, uh, hanging on uh, for dear life at the end. And unfortunately for them, that uh, Dallas tied it late. But they rescued themselves in overtime with the Adam Larson goal, 5-4 uh, in OT. I like the draw here more than anything. I mean, I I, I think I might do a small little sprinkle. Uh, I'll probably bet Seattle a little bit, but I like the draw here uh, especially. Uh, Seattle's kind of been a draw magnet lately. Uh, five of their last, half of their last 10 games have gone past regulation. Five of their last 10 have gone beyond regulation. Nashville has seen the game go past regulation in four of their last 10 games. This definitely has a draw written all over it, in my opinion. It's probably one of the better looks for me for a draw tonight uh, on the uh, card. I could see this being a very competitive, close one-goal game with a really good chance of seeing overtime or a shootout. So, yeah, a little on Seattle, minus 132, but uh, I think Seattle and the draw combo is what I'll be going with here. The draw, you can find it at plus 338 uh, at Pinnacle. So an excellent price there uh, as far as the draw uh, is concerned and, and props. This is a good prop game too. Cause uh, I think you're going to, I don't know if the game goes over because, uh, but I, I lean that way a little bit, but I like in terms of props for uh, this game here with the uh, Kraken and the uh, predators. And I should point out three of the last four meetings between these teams have gone over. So I would lean to that over six. I do like the over six a little bit. We'll put that in as well. But the props, there's a bunch of uh, Vince Dunn. Vince Dunn finally had his point streak snapped, but you know I don't jump off that trend until I lose two in a row. So I'm going to go right back to Vince Dunn to get a point tonight. Jared McCann to get a point. Jared McCann over shots on goal. He's been shooting the puck just a shit ton lately for the uh, Seattle uh, Kraken. Thomas Novak to get a point. Uh, worth a look. Cody, well, Cody Glass uh, got injured the other night. We'll have to see if he uh, plays uh, tonight. He is. He's in the lineup. So I've always said Cody Glass point, Tyson Berry, Tyson Berry to get a point because he's the number one power play defenseman now, Thomas Novak. This Luke Evangelista kid has really started a uh, spring uh, offensively and get going. Three goals, five points in the last three games for him. So if you can find some Luke Evangelista props in this game, you could definitely uh, makes that definitely makes sense to me to look in that direction. This kid does have some offensive talent. We've seen it now for Nashville in, in a few of these uh, games for them lately. Uh, what else do we see here? Like I say, McCann starting to heat up again with the point props. Three straight games with a point for him uh, going into this game. 
Uh, like I say, Vince Dunn, we're still not going to abandon that train just yet. So a lot of good prop options here with the uh, Predators uh, and the uh, Kraken here tonight. All right, let's move along. We've got uh, next game on the slate, Pittsburgh and Dallas. Back-to-back uh, -back for the Pittsburgh Penguins. What a huge, huge victory that was last night for them uh, against the uh, Colorado Avalanche. We'll see if they're able to uh, withstand prosperity and notch themselves another important two points tonight in Big D uh, against the uh, Dallas Stars. Uh, Dallas minus 145, uh, home favorites in this game. Six and a half being the uh, total here in this matchup with the uh, Penguins and the Stars. Um like I say, that was that was about as good as I've seen out of the Pittsburgh Penguins in a very long time. You know, there was just a lot to like uh, about the way they uh, performed last night at both ends of the ice. The team defense was about as good as I've seen in a long time. It was a much better effort in goal from Tristan Jari, Sidney Crosby, and Jake Gensel had a great night. So your big guns were terrific in that game. And your depth forwards, you know, Jeff Carter, for better or worse, has gotten a lot of criticism lately in Pittsburgh saying he looks washed up, he looks old, he looks like he's playing passionless hockey, someone said uh, on Twitter. And uh, Jeff Carter uh, stuck it to all of them last night, uh, people that thought that uh, about him, because he had a phenomenal game, a turn-back-the-clock kind of game, if you will, uh, for the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins last night. And then after the game, he was talking to the media, saying, I don't give two shits what they say or what anybody says or what they write. So that was kind of like a little, you know, like a screw you. Uh, Jeff Carter at the end after the game last night to the media saying, I don't give a shit what any of you say. I've still got, I still want to play. I still want to play well. He, he, he probably knows deep down inside. He's going to have, he's not the Jeff Carter in the LA days. He's just not. And he knows that. And he's trying to make other people understand that. Like if you think you're going to get Jeff Carter of 10 years ago, you, you, you're smoking something that's not going to happen. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I think he's, I don't think it's a lack of effort. I don't think it's a lack of passion. I think it's just he's, you know, he's an older guy now. It's the offense doesn't flow as easily for him. He's got to find other ways to make an impact. He's got to be good away from the puck. You know, he's still got to win faceoffs for you. Be responsible in both ends of the ice. And let's be honest, Jeff Carter's never been a speed demon in a league where there's so many great fast skaters and speed is just such a huge element to success. You know, Jeff Carter's never been a, a blazer in that category. So I think that kind of hinders him a little bit. So I don't want to make it. I, I don't buy into that narrative that Jeff Carter is, that doesn't care anymore. Uh, and he showed you he cares last night. That was an excellent game for him uh, against uh, Colorado. Uh, tough spot here for Pittsburgh. You have to admit, I mean, back-to-back, -back, huge win for them last night. It would be such a Penguins thing with the way their season has gone to win last night and lay an egg tonight, lay a clunker uh, in Dallas and give the two points right back. Uh, that they gave that they got last night. Uh, that does concern me here. But Dallas laying a price. Dallas doesn't do anything easily right now. And they've lost three of their last four games to Vancouver, Edmonton, and then Seattle in overtime. Uh, they beat Calgary in overtime on the weekend for their only win uh, in their last four games. I can't say I'm enamored with the way they've been defensively during this stretch. They gave up five to Vancouver, four to Edmonton, five to Calgary, five to Seattle. And this team has given up 19 goals in their last four games. And I'm saying about Jake Ottinger, there, there's some, he has just not gotten to that level of last year. He hasn't. He's got to still, I think, get there. And he is not there yet right now uh, for the uh, Dallas Stars. So I'm not in a rush to lay minus 145 with Dallas, even though the schedule is probably heavily in their favor tonight. 
and they're coming off a tough loss at home to Seattle. I'd expect a better effort, but not ready to lay a buck 45 with this team in this spot. Um, Pittsburgh, though, I don't trust them a whole lot on the back-to-back. Their back-to-back record, by the way, the Penguins this year uh, entering this game tonight is 4-9, and nine, which isn't very good, uh, but not, not at all. So um, I like the draw, though. I think this is actually one of my favorite draw uh, bets of the night uh, here when it comes to this NHL card. Look at how this sets up. Dallas, they've played a lot of tight games. They've had back-to-back games go past regulation. Three of their last six games have gone past regulation. Uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins, three of their last 10 games have gone past regulation. Uh, and, uh, you know, the last, uh, you know, couple, uh, don't forget that game, 5-2 Pittsburgh-Colorado. That was a one-goal game with six minutes to go before Colorado or Pittsburgh got the insurance goal to make it 4-2. The Ottawa game was a one-goal game. That nearly went to overtime. And we've got teams in opposing conferences, teams where they're, the, the race that they're in has nothing to do with the other team. You know, Dallas is in their own you know chase right now in the Central Division. Pittsburgh's got nothing to do with that. Pittsburgh's just trying to make the wild card in the East. Dallas, their race has nothing to do with that. So if either of these teams get a point tonight, um, you know, they're, it's, they're, it's not going to be a big deal for them. Uh, if either of these teams get a point. Uh, so when I look at this matchup here, uh, I think the draw is very much in play. I think it's the best way to approach this thing from a side perspective uh, in this game. Uh, Jake Ottinger, by the way, uh, is confirmed in net for Pittsburgh. No confirmation yet on the Penguin, or for Dallas, Jake Ottinger's confirmed. No confirmation yet on the Pittsburgh side, but we do think it'll be Casey to Smith. I mean, it, it should be. It is back-to-back. I don't think they'd start Tristan Jari on the second of back-to-back games. So I think it'll be DeSmith. I like the draw. Uh, hard for me not to bet over with Dallas right now simply because the 9-1 and overstreak where they're scoring and they're giving up goals uh, in bunches right now, uh, this Dallas Stars group. That being said, four straight unders in the head-to-head between the Penguins and the Stars. So, you know, lukewarm on the over, but uh, more so like in the draw uh, in this game. And uh, by the way, um, as far as props go, uh, Jason Zucker got a point last night. We've talked about how good Jason Zucker has been for uh, Dallas or for Pittsburgh repeatedly. I think him to score a goal to get a point over shots on goal has been trending well for uh, uh, Jason Zucker of late. Seven of the last 10 games, he's gone over shots. Crosby is shooting the puck more lately, too. Seven of the last 10. Latang, eight of the last 10 over shots on goal. Pavelski's gotten a point in eight of the last 10. Jamie Ben heating up eight of the last 10. Miro Haskinen is on a double digit point scoring streak for the uh, Dallas Stars, uh, and uh, that has been pretty impressive. So uh, he's on a massive, massive point-scoring streak for uh, Dallas entering tonight. We'll see if he's able to uh, keep it going for them. Uh, his point prop, though, is minus 185 tonight, so don't bet that by itself. You're probably going to have to look at a, a parlay. And, yes, Wyatt Johnston, of course, uh, it goes without saying. He's totally undervalued still. He's only minus 108 to get a point. He's plus 300 to score a goal. He is just being significantly undervalued still with his player props for a guy that has been just terrific here as a 19-year-old rookie. He has scored in five straight games. He has a point in five straight games. This is an incredible streak. The, uh, the odds makers are not adjusting one bit when it comes to Wyatt Johnston's player props. Every game, it's been even money with his point prop. And it's been, you know, plus 300 or so for him to score a goal. We're talking about someone that scored in five straight games for the Dallas Stars. Someone that has a point in for Dallas as well. 
uh, in five straight games for them. And you can still get these incredible, incredible prices for him to score a goal and get a point. You can't pass it up. You have to bet it. He's been on fire. He's scored in five straight, point in five straight. The point props minus 108. The goal prop is plus 300. It is terrific value for Wyatt Johnston, no doubt. Uh, I would I would say Raquel, uh, you know, it might be worth a look as well for Pittsburgh. He has been someone that's been scoring big goals for them. Remember, it was his tying goal against Ottawa uh, the other night that uh, got them even uh, in that game with the uh, Senators, even though, of course, Ottawa ended up scoring just a couple of minutes after and winning in regulation. But he still found the back of the net. So good prop game, and I like the draw. I think there's a real good chance we see overtime here with the uh, Stars hosting the Penguins tonight. All right, Vegas and Calgary. We've got Calgary minus 140 home favorites, six and a half the total in this game. Um, Calgary, of course, a much-needed win against Anaheim. Great response from them after the debacle in L.A. against the Kings the night before. I cashed with Calgary first period puck line against Anaheim. Uh, It was a pretty straightforward bet to make. I thought it was a good situation. Now they're back home facing the uh, Vegas Golden Knights here in this game. And uh, now I'm back to not trusting Calgary again. Uh, Look, they're laying minus 150 here in this game. They don't do things very easily, especially when they play better teams. Uh, And if you're Vegas, you know, I think you're coming into this game with a point to prove because you just played Calgary last week. Now, granted, Calgary, the schedule was in their favor. Vegas was back home after that very lengthy trip in the Eastern time zone uh, on the East Coast. And Calgary just had their way with a Vegas team that didn't have their legs at all. If you watch that game, it was clear. Vegas didn't have their legs one bit. They only had 19 shots on goal uh, against the uh, Flames in Vegas uh, last week. It was a week ago today, and Calgary ended up pummeling them 7-2 to two, uh, in that game. So no question, I think this is a spot where you, you Vegas is going to be ready to go. Uh, this is the classic time to remind everybody that must win doesn't equal will win. Yeah, Calgary's four points behind Winnipeg for that second and final wildcard spot, but we know this team is in this spot because they haven't been winning games consistently. They haven't been getting on extended win streaks. They win one, they can tend to give it back the next game. Uh, you know, a team like Vegas probably doesn't take too kindly to losing by five goals at home to this same team last week. So I'm going to go with Vegas plus 120 here, and I'm also going to go with the draw, split it with the draw because I could see this being another classic. You know, one goal, tight game with a good chance to go to overtime involving the Calgary Flames, especially at home where they played, you know, more than their share of overtime games this year. So plus 125 Vegas, I'm going to put half on that, half on the draw, which is or, or actually half on that quarter on the draw at plus 344, by the way, uh, is the price on the draw for this game with the uh, Golden Knights and the uh, Flames. I think it's a competitive game, but I think Vegas definitely uh, uh, can escape, can get the win back. And big news, too, for Vegas. We welcome back Logan Thompson, who is going to get the uh, start here for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Of course, we've seen Robin Leonard, Laurent Brossois, Aiden Hill uh, all end up on the IR. Three goaltenders for the Vegas Golden Knights on IR. So it was Jonathan Quick holding the fort. But now Logan Thompson uh, is back in net here for the uh, Golden Knights tonight. Now, there's always that concern. He's been out for a while. Is he rusty that first game? Uh, we'll have to uh, wait and see, but certainly was having a good season before the injury. This will be his first start since February the 9th. So it's been about a month and a half since we've seen Logan Thompson in net for the uh, Golden Knights. Uh, it'll, of course, be Jacob Markstrom uh, in net for the uh, Calgary Flames tonight, as you would expect. Um, so, I, like I say, I like Vegas and the draw split. And then as far as props go, 
I don't even have to say it, do I? Riley Smith, I don't. I shouldn't have to say it. Um, it was a best bet winner for me in Vegas's last game uh, against the uh, Vancouver Canucks. The Riley Smith point prop, nine straight games with a point uh, for Riley Smith uh, going into this game tonight for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. It's just been automatic as far as him uh, getting a point each and every game lately. Uh, and still plus 105 at the score bet, plus 100 at BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel for Riley Smith to get a point tonight. Like no adjustment, none, zero. Still getting great prices for uh, Riley Smith to get a point. Uh, so I am back on that here tonight, plus 100 uh, in this game. Uh, that's a good look here. And Pavel Dorofiev, uh, uh, that is absolutely someone to talk about right now. I mentioned him on Twitter. He's just been called up. He's been up with the Vegas Golden Knights for a few games. And this guy has uh, got it rolling right now for them. Uh, he's taken advantage of the opportunity. You know, he's he's playing so well that Bruce Cassidy, you know, really has no ch choice but to give him more ice time. I mean, he's been that impressive. Uh, he's played five games since his recall from the AHL. Four goals in the five games and a whopping six points in the five games for Pavel Adorofiev here uh, for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, extremely impressive youngster. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's why I laugh when people say that Vegas, you know, traded away all their great prospects. Um, I don't know. This kid looks like he could be something. Uh, he's playing pretty well right now for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. So jump on his props before uh, they make any sort of adjustment, which, as you know, with NHL player props could take several games before there's any sort of adjustment. But, you know, Dora Fiev here is plus 490 uh, to score a goal. Uh, going into this game. So, yeah, I definitely think um, that is definitely not a bad option uh, here. A bargain bin, to say the least. And he has been chipping in offensively, for sure, for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights uh, going into this game. Uh, as far as the uh, Calgary props, uh, you know, you're always worried if you're going to take goal and point props or if they're going to score enough. But Tyler Toffoli does have a point in seven of the last ten. Elias Lindholm is starting to heat up seven of the last ten games for him with a point as well uh, for the uh, – Calgary Flames uh, to Foley, by the way, four game point streak, Lindholm four game point streak. Here's the undervalued guy. You could bet to Foley to get a point, Lindholm to get a point. I wouldn't say no, especially when they're on four game point streaks, but you're not going to get as good of a price with either of them because uh, to Foley's point prop is, you know, pretty heavily juiced uh, in the, going into this game. Minus 165, uh, Elias Lindholm to get a point. You know, that's not a bargain either. Uh, minus 175. But here's another guy that's on a four-game point streak right now for Calgary, and he's not priced like that. Blake Coleman. We talked about him the other night. Yeah, four-game point streak now for Blake Coleman, and you can get plus 130 on Blake Coleman to get a point tonight for the uh, Calgary Flames. So uh, absolutely, uh, that is a great, great uh, player prop uh, look here tonight on Coleman with that four-game point streak. Again, same kind of point streak as Toffoli and um, Lindholm but not being priced like uh, Toffoli and Lindholm. You can get a very, very cheap plus 130 uh, for Blake Coleman to get a point tonight. And again, he has gotten a point in four straight games here for the uh, Calgary Flames. So that's another one from a prop standpoint that's worth a look. I think Alex Petrangelo point props, which I have mentioned uh, here of late for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. He's on a three-game point streak uh, heading into tonight. Uh, he's been shooting the puck a bit more, I've noticed as well. So over shots, but especially the point prop for 
uh, Alex Petrangelo for the Vegas Golden Knights at plus 122, by the way, for that at FanDuel. So, uh, again, three straight games with a point for the Vegas defenseman, uh, Petrangelo, uh, and plus 122 tonight for him to get a point. I think that's a really good price to jump in on that as well. Uh, so not a bad prop game at all uh, here uh, with Vegas and Calgary. I remain convinced, too, that Jacob Pelletier for Calgary, if anyone's going to score, it's him because he goes to the front of the net. He's deflected a lot of pucks in. That's how he scored a lot of his goals. I could see him maybe uh, finding the uh, back of the net tonight for Calgary. So that could be, you know, a bit of a bargain bin option as well, if you don't mind uh, it, at you know, a really good price there for uh, Peltier uh, to uh, find the uh, back of the net. Let me just check on it here. Plus, yeah, 310 uh, for uh, Peltier. All right, Winnipeg, Anaheim. We've got the uh, Winnipeg Jets minus 280. It actually opened minus 225. Huge move to the Jets all the way up to minus 280. Uh, in this game against Anaheim, the total six uh, pretty much across the board uh, in this game. Um, I'm going to stick to the same premise I used going against Anaheim the other night. You know, um, I expect the team that needs the points, that is focused. And if you listen to Rick Bonus in his post game after the Arizona win the other night, two to one, and some of the Jets players, you would have thought they lost because I don't think they loved their, the way they closed that game. They were kind of hanging on. Uh, just looking to survive and get the two points. Uh, I definitely don't think that was a game that the Winnipeg Jets were overly satisfied with uh, against Arizona. I think they expect better of themselves, uh, and I think uh, definitely you could see them uh, maybe uh, looking to have a uh, a good start tonight. And look, the, the start was the best part of their game against Arizona. You know, they jumped on the Coyotes in the first period. They led 2-0 after the first period. Then they let the Coyotes back into the game. They didn't really extend the lead they, they opted to just defend and hang on to the one goal lead and it worked they got the two points they needed but I, I don't think they were overly thrilled with that game and they were outshot 30 to 25 so you know I do think there's a belief for me that the Jets are going to come out strong and look we have seen them come out strong in some of these games here uh, of late including the Arizona game like I said the first period was their best game and as we saw with Calgary the other night that 5-1 win over Anaheim uh, if you come out ready against this Ducks team in the first period, you're going to have a lead and you're going to go into the first intermission ahead when you play this Ducks team. That's actually two first periods in a row now at home for Anaheim where they have been trailing uh, after the first period. So uh, I cast with Calgary first period puck line against Anaheim uh, on when, on a Tuesday night. I'm right back to that same bet here tonight. Uh, Winnipeg Jets minus a half plus 130 uh, first period puck line against Anaheim. And that's it. Just like the last game. That's all I want. I'm getting in. I'm getting out. I want the first period puck line and that is it. I think they'll start strong. I don't want to be dealing with what I saw the other night against Arizona. Winnipeg's up two nothing after the first period. Anaheim makes it two one. And then they're just, you know, trying to hang on to the lead for the majority of the game. So I like that first period option. I think it's the best option. You know, if you're going to bet the jets in any form, uh, here in this game. We should see Hellebuck. Pretty damn sure it's going to be uh, Connor Hellebuck in net. Uh, I think they've pretty much uh, you know, confirmed the uh, Winnipeg Jets that they're going to give Hellebuck most starts moving forward. Yeah, Hellebuck is going is on pace to start tonight. And Lucas Dostal uh, is going to be in net for the uh, Anaheim Ducks tonight, giving uh, John Gibson the uh, night off. And uh, look, at Dostal... There's, there's some ability for him to be better and, and maybe be a, a goalie that could be in this organization long-term, but his numbers this year, 3.91 goals against 899 save percentage. They're not great. He's given up uh, four, 15 goals 
uh, in the last four starts for the uh, Anaheim Ducks. And it's just not so much that he's been bad. It's just a product of the overall team. They just don't defend very well. And they haven't been a good defensive team all year. So, yeah, I like Winnipeg here in the first period on the puck line, minus a half, plus 130. As far as props go for uh, this game, um, Nino Niederreiter, he's kind of cooled off here the last few. Um, I just get that sense, though, this might be a game for him to uh, get back on the uh, score sheet, make a bit of an impact here uh, for this uh, Jets team tonight against the uh, – uh, against the Anaheim Ducks. So uh, keep an eye on that. I definitely think the potential's there for that. Uh, in terms of uh, other props, this is not a game I'm going to go crazy with as far as props with a ton of uh, wagers in the uh, prop market compared to some of the other games on the uh, slate. But, uh, you know, if you look at the uh, matchups here, Morgan Barron, you know, someone that scored the other night, it continues to, you know, make some impact here for the uh, Winnipeg Jets. Um, that's not a bad look. And Nemestikov is actually getting more of a role on this team uh, for uh, Winnipeg. Uh, he looks like he might be on the second line tonight, so could be some value there. If you're going to look at anything for Anaheim, Terry and Zegras props, they, uh, the offense seems to be starting and ending with them uh, of late uh, in recent games. So uh, definitely something to uh, keep in mind that if, if you're going to bet anyone on Anaheim, it's those two guys that have been you know, obviously carrying things of late at the offensive end of the ice. Uh, for the Anaheim Ducks. All right, final game now of this massive 12-game slate. San Jose Sharks taking on the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, we've got uh, Vancouver minus 175 here as home favorites uh, in this game, and the total sitting at 6.5 across the board. I like the way Vancouver's playing right now. We've talked about this team now repeatedly, that the last several games under uh, head coach Rick Tockett have been better. You're seeing strides of improvement. You're seeing the overall team defensive game get a little bit better. Um, I could only look at Vancouver here. I think what I might do, though, is a, a half and half with the Canucks in regulation and the Canucks first period puck line. You know, after that loss against Vegas, they might have a strong start, jump on the Sharks early. Uh, they didn't play that bad against Vegas the other night. In fact, I think after the first period, Vancouver was the better team. I think Vancouver definitely was the better team in the third period. They were all over the Vegas net. Jonathan Quick had to make a couple of really good saves in that game. I thought they had a very good third period. So I think uh, right now I like their overall game. It's been better. Uh, they're 7-2 and two, uh, in their last nine games. They've got a obviously a beatable San Jose team coming in. San Jose's lost seven straight games uh, coming into tonight. I think it's Vancouver's game to get back on track after that tough loss. And they've owned San Jose eight straight in the series history. Uh, for the Vancouver Canucks head-to-head -head, uh, over the uh, San Jose Sharks. So 8-0 for the Canucks against the Sharks uh, in the last eight meetings. So I'm going to go with a split bet here. Vancouver first period puck line, which is minus a half, plus 145, and also a little bit on Vancouver in regulation. Uh, I haven't done a re too many regulation bets at this time of the year because everything seems to be so close, but I'm going to take a shot here with Vancouver in regulation, minus 116 at Pinnacle, along with that first period puck line uh, in this game. And as far as props go uh, with Sharks and uh, Canucks, Alex Barabanov, if you're going to bet anyone on San Jose, that's who you go with. Uh, he's been really good lately, of course, for them. Uh, so keep that in mind. He's been uh, you know, contributing uh, almost on a nightly basis, uh, making an impact uh, for the uh, San Jose Sharks for Vancouver. You know, I always say uh, Andre uh, Kuzmenko and mention him. But uh, I'll tell you what, someone that's uh, starting to uh, get the uh, attention of Rick Tockett uh, going into uh, this game tonight, and he scored uh, the other night. Uh, it's not delivery, it's Di Giuseppe. 
uh, for the uh, Vancouver Canucks, Phil DiGiuseppe. Uh, you know, he's actually scored two goals in the last five games. I'm noticing his ice time go up. It was 12, 13 minutes. He's had two of the last three games. He's had 17, 18 minutes of ice time. So Rick Tockett's noticing that, you know, he's getting chances and he's, you know, chipping in some offense for the Vancouver Canucks. So if you want to go with a bargain bin option, uh, you could definitely go toward uh, Di Giuseppe here for the uh, Vancouver Canucks, playing on the second line as well with uh, JT Miller and Brock Besser, two pretty good line mates. So I think there's definitely opportunity for Di Giuseppe here tonight, maybe to once again uh, find the uh, back of the net in this game for the uh, Vancouver Canucks. And then, like I said, for San Jose, keep in mind they've got some uh, lineup juggling going on tonight. Jacob Peterson, from what I see, is slated to be on the top line. He's been called up from the uh, AHL. And Jacob Peterson is apparently David Quinn's putting him on the top line tonight with Logan Couture uh, going into this game and Kevin LeBanc. That looks like it's going to be your top line for the uh, San Jose Sharks. So uh, Jacob Peterson thrust right into a big time opportunity. Um, he has 14 goals and 32 points uh, in 52 games in the AHL of this season. Um, and, and it's a guy that was with the Dallas Stars and played uh, 66 games with the Stars before, NHL games, that is, with the Stars. So he's been with the N in the NHL before. Uh, and again, you could end up seeing uh, him, you know, with that top-line opportunity, maybe chip in uh, offensively. So any props you can find here on Peterson, I'm not sure that a lot of books are going to have point props on him because he just got called up. But they will have goal props, and I see plus 380 on Jacob Peterson at points bet and DraftKings to score a goal. And again, this is a guy that's going to be at least as of right now, it appears to be slotted on the top line like he will be tonight for the uh, San Jose Sharks. So it's not a bad option there in terms of value. And a guy called up from the AHL and looks to be on the top line tonight with Logan Couture and Kevin LeBanc uh, for this Sharks team. Uh, all right, there you go. That is the Thursday card. Uh, 12 games on tap, packed with info and analysis from yours truly. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, 204 live viewers on YouTube. Hit the like button. Uh, we appreciate it very much. Uh, and shout out to everybody that uh, tunes in to the Ice Guys show uh, on the podcast version of it as well. Uh, check out patreon.com slash iceguys, just $10 a month. I always get asked, uh, you know, in terms of how can I help, how can I chip in my uh, some kind of donation or tip for the great shows you put together and all the insight and in-depth analysis. That's how you do it. Sign up at patreon.com slash iceguys, just $10 a month. You get uh, our daily Ice Guys show betting card, uh, totals charts, goalie charts, power ratings, bonus content, and more. Uh, that's how you do it. Uh, check it out, patreon.com slash iceguys, uh, just $10 a month. And make sure you check out the Ice Guys store as well, iceguys.myspreadshop.com. Uh, great merchandise there, uh, especially now the weather's going to start to warm up. Get, get, some of those, uh, uh, get some of that merch uh, there at the Ice Guys store. Uh, and check it out, iceguys.myspreadshop.com. All right, we got best bets uh, coming up to wrap up this Thursday edition of the show right after we hear from Manscaped. Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS. That's promo code I-C-E-G-U-Y-S at manscaped.com. 
If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls that you can preserve. The Performance Package 4.0 is the complete accessory package to take care of everything that is required. You've got, of course, the Lawnmower 4.0 takes care of your facial hair, uh, and among other things, uh, you've got, of course, the weed whacker. I'm approaching 40. Nose hair has become a major issue. It pisses the hell out of me. I need to take care of that shit, and the weed whacker can help you do that. Both of these products, waterproof and a 4,000K LED spotlight for a more precise shave, and you'll also be able to take care of those delicate areas with the ball toner with the ball deodorant keep you smelling good looking good and feeling good down in the nether regions this complete performance package 4.0 will take care of everything for you for all you guys out there and it's courtesy of our good friends at manscape.com so get 20 percent off and free shipping with the promo code ice guys at manscape.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscape.com and use promo code ICEGUYS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, we're back here on the Ice Guys. Yes, Daniel, thank you for doing that. Yes, the Ice Guys doggy bandana, uh, a great accessory. It makes your dog look, your dog is cute already. It's going to make it look even better, even cuter. Uh, if you get the bandana, it is. And uh, there's a few people that have uh, copped that at the uh, Ice Guy store. Great, great piece of merch right there, especially for all you dog lovers out there. It's going to make your dog look even better uh, with that cool-looking Ice Guy's bandana rocking around when they're going for a walk, taking a leak, taking a shit, taking a dump, you name it. Uh, but while they do that, they can look good uh, at the uh, same time, no question about it. Uh, all right, we've got uh, Best Bet here to wrap up this edition uh, in, uh, you know, in, for the, for this Thursday card, best bet time. Uh, wow. So these big cards, man, it's always tough to narrow it down to just one. It really is. Um, I'm just trying to see here. Um, I went with a prop the other night. I'm not going to go with a prop. I'm going to go with a side or a total tonight. I'm just trying to think which one is it going to be? Um, let's see. Let's go with Tampa Bay, Ottawa. Let's go over six and a half there. That, that, that one I think I like, I think we're going to see goals. I think Tampa, We'll score. I mean, they've lost two in a row. I don't think they're going to completely roll over tonight, Tampa Bay. Uh, Brian Elliott net. I think Ottawa, after a couple of low-scoring games, I think Ottawa back home, I think they get back on track offensively and light it up a little bit here against Tampa Bay. Uh, let's go over six and a half, minus 130. Tampa Bay Lightning, Ottawa Senators. Uh, that's going to be uh, the best bet here for this uh, Thursday uh, NHL card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. Hope you put up with me solo as always. Uh, I enjoy doing the solo shows because like I say, I could talk about these games forever uh, and we still can go over an hour, even when it's just me. Uh, Alex should be back in the uh, uh, co in the uh, co host chair tomorrow. Uh, and it's a Friday, which means Jimmy Murphy. It, it will be joining us most likely tomorrow uh, on the uh, Friday edition of the show. We might have Nate Rapensky as well. Nate Rapensky usually joins us every other Friday. So, he may be with us tomorrow as well. And, of course, Kevin Beach will be back on Saturday for the huge Saturday slate. So a lot of good shows coming up. we got lots planned for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Our next BetCast is next Tuesday, uh, by the way. So make sure you're aware of that. Uh, another Ice Guys BetCast coming your way next Tuesday, March the 28th, 7 p.m. Eastern time. A live betting and commentary. Me, Alex, and, of course, all of our great viewers and listeners that join us on the BetCast as guests. 
uh, drinking encouraged. It's a bar and a pub atmosphere with every live BetCast. So again, that's next Tuesday, March 28th, 7 p.m. Eastern time, our next Ice Guys live BetCast. Uh, DM me at Bobano on Twitter or email Bobano350 at gmail.com to request a spot on the BetCast, and we'll make sure we get the link sent to you uh, prior to next Tuesday's BetCast. So uh, looking forward to that. They're always fun. And the, lately, they've been pretty damn profitable, too. So uh, the live BetCast next Tuesday night. Once again, make sure you join us for that. All right, that's a wrap. Uh, thanks to everyone for joining us. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. I am Ian Cameron. Have yourself a great Thursday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will talk to you again tomorrow on Friday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by National Hockey Now. 